Welcome, everybody, to a new episode of Off the Reel. I'm Michael. I'm Patrick. And this is a, a, a special episode, a special Halloween episode, Ooh. where we're going to go through our top Halloween movies. Indeed. Now, this isn't like horror movies, per se. This is just movies that kind of get you in the mood for Halloween, get you in the Halloween spirit, if I may. For sure. Uh, for me, that is mostly horror movies, but I'm very interested to see what else you got got going for me. <laughs> All right, so let's just kick it off. Um, we'll do a top ten. We'll start at ten, work our way up. Absolutely. We'll take turns. So, Patrick, what is your number ten Halloween right. film? My number ten. I was really, I was really struggling to think of a number ten. Um, I really love. There's nothing more Halloweeny to me. I don't know why, but werewolf movies. I fucking love a good werewolf movie. My original pick was going to be The Howling. But I thought, I haven't seen that one in a while. And I think that one's set during the summer anyway, so that's not really autumnal. So I went for Ginger Snaps. Fucking love Ginger Snaps. What a great movie. It's set during Halloween. There's just, it's cold and unpla- and just like chilly and everybody's dressed very warm and shapeless. And I, I love Ginger Snaps. Are you a big Ginger Snaps fan? I'm a huge Ginger Snaps fan. I haven't seen it in a while, but I remember really digging it. I've never seen, I've seen I think I've seen two. I've never two seen the, the prequel. Um, that's okay. You don't really need to. The prequel <laughs> kind of sucks. But Ginger Snaps Two is very is a if we ever did a, a winter list, that's a great winter movie. That movie it's uh, it's interesting that they they switch up the vibes. But I don't know, man. There's just it's feel I love its grungy like early two thousands fucking goth emo ass try hard atmosphere. It's like oh we want to die. We're gonna kill kill ourselves together. You know we want to leave this world together. I, I do remember having very strong emo vibes. Yeah, that it's movie. very fucking emo. I love that movie. <laughs> so, for my number 10, for me, like a Halloween movie is, you know, either things that kind of like encompass Halloween mm-hmm. in a weird way, like maybe fall or something like that, or mm-hmm. just things that have something to do with Halloween. So, for my number 10, I picked Hell House LLC, Ooh. which is a found footage film about people around Halloween time going around to different mm-hmm. like uh, haunted houses and trying to create their own haunted house yeah. in this building that is that actually is very very haunted, mm-hmm. and um, just really and and yeah, what a great stuff concept. ensues. But yeah. um, yeah, it's just a really cool movie. And um, definitely gets you in the mood to go into some haunted houses for yeah. Halloween season. Yeah, and that fucking clown, man. That's, yeah, that's the clown. scary ass clown, dude. What a sequence with him standing at the bottom. What is he standing at the bottom of the stairs? I haven't seen the that bottom now. of the stairs. Yeah. Oh, and then they go up, and oh, he's not there. Holy shit! You know, it's fucking <laughs> great. And I'm not even scared of clowns, and that that scene always kind of gets me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's my number ten. So okay. uh, number nine. Number nine. My number nine. Number is, nine. Now this one. This one, I don't know about this one. This one, I picked Murder Party, Jeremy Saunier. I believe, what was that, 2008 that that came out? Um, it's his first film, and I picked it mostly because I was just going, seat of my pants picking this list. What's the first thing that I think of when I think of Halloween and autumn? I think about the opening credit scene in Murder Party, because it's just all these great atmospheric shots of the city with all this Halloween shit all over the place. There's trick-or-treaters, there's these... Uh, jack-o'-lanterns everywhere it's just there's uh, decorations and apparently the way that they shot that or the way that that came about was jeremy wanted to make a movie or mr sonny i don't know him um he wanted to make a movie and so he was like fuck it, we're gonna make a halloween movie so he went out and he just got a bunch of shots of cool atmospheric uh halloween imagery and then they just built a script up later to finish it out and it's a it's a great movie it's it's a a guy gets 
invited to a Halloween party and he or he shows up to a Halloween party and it's a murder party. Um, they're all gonna try to murder this guy. They tie him up and it's it's just a bunch of art fucking art students basically bickering at each other. It's a critique of the art scene. And there's one line from like the third act that I can't that I, just when I saw it the first time it got stuck in my head and I can't stop thinking about it. It's fuck this whole scene. Everybody dies. I don't know why. That one I think about it a lot. I go fuck this whole scene. Everybody dies. <laughs> Whenever I get mad, so be be. It's a good line. Be worried about me. Be I will, concerned about your safety. I will. hear that. Yeah, fuck this whole scene. Everybody. I've dies. never it's seen it. Murder Party. I'm I'm kind of. It sounds it sounds fun. Though. It's only eighty minutes long, so that, it's not a not a big good. time. Respectable time. Yeah, exactly. So speaking of um, runtimes, this movie is actually longer and it's new, oh. but you know I was watching a lot of you know horror movies. I've watched exclusively nothing but horror movies this month. Good to get in the mood for Halloween, but none of them were really like giving me that that feel yeah. for Halloween. Like they were all kind of lacking. Mm-hmm. Smile was one of them, Damn. but um. So we went together actually and watched Terrifier two. Okay, okay. And out of all the movies I watched, that one really. That one fucking sold really me. got me ready for Halloween. Like yeah. one, the movie takes place at Halloween. Absolutely, it sure does. Much like the first one. Indeed. But the first one, it didn't have a lot to do with Halloween. Mm-hmm. Like yes, mm-hmm. it was late Halloween night. Absolutely. These yeah. two girls were done partying and you know going to a diner. It's basically November first. Right. Yeah, it's it's basically November first. It don't really have a lot to do with Halloween yeah, other yeah. than this is like happened after Halloween night. Mm-hmm. Um, Terrifier two, however. Is all about Halloween. Hell it's yeah, all it about is. these this brother and sister getting ready for Halloween, making yeah. their costumes. Yeah, it's going, all about the prep. Yeah, going to like you know the spirit Halloween type shop and mm. getting stuff. Like it's all about Halloween, and You're I right. loved it. It really got me in the mood for it. Love art. Love what they're doing with this character. Very um, artful films. Very artful. Yes, <laughs> very artful films. But um, I, I definitely see this character being like one of the iconic like oh, horror. For sure icons the i forget the the performer's name something newton david thornton newton i think maybe but he uh he really ramps up his fucking game in this movie man he was just kind of mean and gross in the first one this one he's so funny he's such a great character and you're you are right it's i didn't think about it like that but it's it feels like a movie it's it's a it's a prepping for halloween movie because you're right they go to all these stores there she's making her costume that's like a big element of the opening sequence and then you know i don't know man it's odd that's that's a good point yeah it's a great halloween movie like the movie i mean it's it's a longer movie it's like almost two and a half hours it's like two hours and 20 minutes i think but um the movie kind of goes in that Mm -hmm. like almost when they go out to like you know party or whatever on halloween night it's almost like a build-up to that because in the beginning she's making her her uh costume and then they're like going to school and talking about plans and they're going to the store and mm-hmm. buying stuff. It's almost like the movie kind of amps up to yeah. Halloween night. Yeah, and art is amping up along exactly. with it. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. You you cut from this brother and sister like getting ready for Halloween night and then you cut to art yeah, in his who's own getting way. ready for, in his own way yeah. for Halloween night. Uh, just really great movie. Great really Halloween cool, movie. Man. Yeah. The only problem, as I've discussed with you before, really sexist. Really <laughs> really gross with the way it portrays its female characters and the victims. But Sienna's a great character. She's a great lead, and at least it's at least it's not as gross as the first one. Right. All right. But yeah. Oh, I don't know if I'd say sexist, but he does. No. He does go overboard because when he kills a, a male, oh. it's very fast, very 
okay, yeah. you're dead. I'm done with you. But when he kills a female, it's... In both the movies, too. Yeah. He has a lot of fun. He he kind of yeah, sticks around and... That's one word for it. <laughs> just tortures you and... Yeah. She, so I, yeah can, I, can, I see where you're coming from. There's one sequence that goes on for like 20 fucking minutes where, you know, like every slasher kill has like a, like a, like a capper, right? Like, you're like, holy shit, and then the scene ends. This happens... It happens like five times to one woman... And she's still alive after each one. She gets, like, scalped. You're like, oh, fuck. She gets her face ripped off. You're like, oh, fuck. She gets her hand ripped in half. You go, oh, holy shit, stop, please. <laughs> and she's still fucking going. They can't kill the woman. No, she's, she's unkillable. She, she, she should have been the villain, man. Can't, <laughs> can't get rid of her. But... So number eight, moving on um, from Terrifier. Number eight, um, I wanted to go for some cornfield horror. And I don't know. I was thinking. I was thinking maybe Dark Knight of the Scarecrow, maybe Husk from two thousand and ten or eleven. I forget what year that came out. Children of the Corn crossed my mind. But in terms of just horror that fucking brings me to like a, like a creative frenzy about all the cool ideas that it's implementing, whether or not it does it well, is Scarecrows from nineteen eighty eight from William Wesley, I believe kind of an obscure one it's it's weird it's 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 kind of a sloppy movie but and to be fair i guess it is more summertime because it's set in florida it's on a farm in florida but the spooky vibes the creepy empty house the fucking scarecrows and the way that i don't know there's even the the failings of the movie kind of make it into its own thing like uh at a distance like death of the author kind of style um the they're they're Early on, there's a sequence where it, like it's all about these mercenaries who one of them double crosses the others, uh, jumps out of the plane that they're escaping from a robbery in, um, and he escapes with all their money. And then they have to go into the cornfield that he's landed in after to, to, to pick up their money to find their money and shit. But after shooting that, the director was an oh fuck, the plot was in my head, but I forgot that I had to explain what was going on. And so it didn't really make much sense. I, I, I think it would make sense because just, just watching it and imagining it without... Anyway, but so to make it make sense, he put in all this ADR from like the, the characters talking to each other over the radios. But like since it's ADR, you never see the character who's talking speaking. And once the one guy, uh, the double crosser, ends up in the cornfield, I forget what his name is, um, you just hear all the voices of all of his former cohorts like going we're gonna fucking kill you you know you're gonna get your ass torn up given throwing all these threats at him and after a while it's they start getting more and more violent and weird and like fun housey these the threats and it starts cutting to instead of his his new enemies his cohorts it cuts to the scarecrows when the voices are talking and you're like is he hearing from the radio like the the real voices of his friends are, is the cornfield, is the, are the scarecrows fucking with him. And it's a very cool fucking, it's, it's, it's not necessarily intentional, I think, like rewatching it, but fuck, what a great idea. And it's, I don't know, man, the, the way that the scarecrows, there, there's like the, the implication of what they are and what this cornfield is and how it functions, but they never actually explain it and they just let you kind of build it up with yourself. I don't know. It's such a great fucking Halloween movie. I love it. I, love I remember it. watching it as a child and yeah. really digging it. I don't remember much details about it. But when you were explaining scenes, it was they were starting to kind of come back to me. Mm-hmm. But definitely, definitely a good movie. Absolutely. Uh, for my number eight, I picked um, a movie called Hellfest, okay. which was from 2018. 
Um, I've always thought it would be awesome because you know you have like haunted houses, you have like fall events they call for them, sure. um, mostly for kids and stuff. Yeah. And I always thought it'd be cool to have just this huge like fairground yeah. festival for just horror nerds yeah. around Halloween time, and that's what Hellfest is. Hellfest is they have like pretty much a, a whole little theme park. Yeah, I'd kill to go around Halloween that. time that all these people go to, and um, the closest in reality you can get there is like the Universal yeah, Halloween Horror Nights. But, um, which I've been to and it's awesome. Fuck but, um, this know. movie, so this group of friends, like, they're going out for Halloween, they're dressing up their party, and they go to the Hellfest. Mm-hmm. And, um, there's one guy there, and it's very simple, not, like, this over-extravagant, like, outfit. He's wearing, like, a hoodie, like, I think a white mask, and he's yeah. just walking around, like, killing people. Okay. But nobody notices because it's a big Halloween party. Like, yeah, there's yeah. that, every corner you go to, there's that happening, so... yeah. Nobody knows it, but um, so it kind of terrorizes this group. One woman gets like murdered on stage, and Ooh, everybody's yeah, clapping because they think it's part of the part. just such a cool movie. Yeah, and um, I was just the whole time like people are getting murdered, and all I'm watching, I'm like, I want a Hellfest. Yeah. I would totally go to Hellfest. Yeah, you're forgetting the plot. You're just fucking. Yeah, getting, you're just, you just want to be there. You want like, to be in the movie. Surely, if there's a Hellfest, this guy wouldn't be there. People yeah. like him wouldn't be there. Uh, well, even if he was. What's the chances he's gonna get you? Right, right? Like, <laughs> you know, you'll you'll be fine. Yeah, I'm boring. He wouldn't be like he wouldn't care. Yeah, you're not but, um, Bex yeah. Taylor Krause. You know? <laughs> you're not gonna you're gonna intrigue them with your charisma. No, you're charismatic. But, <laughs> but, but definitely a fun movie that gets you ready for you know Halloween God, and yeah. I all the that. festivities going on in Halloween. Yeah, I haven't seen that one since it came out in theaters. I remember I know Tony Todd's in it. Tony Todd is in it. That's very that's always a good sign. You're right. But, okay, do we want to... Move on to number seven? Hell yeah. I got, for my number seven, I went for, and it is, once again, it's set during the summertime, but it just, it, it hits, I gotta watch it during Halloween, it gets me in the mood every time, it's Return of the Living Dead, fuck yeah, dude, all those, the, the, it's... The OG. Yeah, the, the OG, yeah, not, three's good, I like three. And oh, when, yeah. when I was a kid, I really liked Necropolis. I thought, fuck it, Necropolis, those crazy-ass machine <laughs> Necropolis zombies. Necropolis is a lot of fun. Yeah, and I, I love the plot with, like, the, the weird dirt bikers who break into a government <laughs> facility. What the fuck is that movie? I want to rewatch that one, actually. I hope it, I wanna, maybe it'll hold up in a weird way. But, um, yeah, just, it fills me with this this real sense of Halloween spirit. Like, the, the it's, it's uniquely disturbing and terrifying for a zombie film because of the way that the zombies function. The zombies, you know, they you, you can't kill them, and no matter what you do, they're gonna keep coming at you. You can cut them into little pieces. The little pieces are gonna come after you, even if you incinerate them. Their 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 ashes go into the atmosphere, and they rain down. They make more. You're fucked. You are fucked. You can't fight them. There's nothing, and it shouldn't work because the special effects, and you might disagree, for the most part, are kind of dog shit. Oh no, I definitely agree. <laughs> uh, Tar Man looks fucking awesome. But he looks really silly. His eyes are goofy as fuck. Brains? Yeah, brains. Um, but apparently, uh, I, and I'm, maybe I'm misremembering this, but I heard a story where they they hired a special effects guy, and they're like, hey, can you do all this stuff? And he's like, yeah, no problem. And then they start, he started bringing in what he made, and Dan O'Bannon and like the, everybody else went, oh, no. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's how I roll on jobs. In the interview, can you do this? Absolutely. Yeah. And after they hire me and it's too late, they're like, you can't do this. I'm like, I mean. That's how I That's how I do life. I just right. wait until they call my bluff. Exactly. What's the worst they could do? Fire me? I wasn't going to get the job anyway. <laughs> Fuck it. At least I got some experience. Anyway. But so, somehow, like, they make it look good in a weird way. Like, 
the the way that the zombies are all screaming in agony and just like uh, everybody's screaming all the time and just in pain and in horror and even the fake special effects kind of come together into this fun not fun house i, I use that word already like a haunted attraction like it, it almost makes it feel like like a haunted house ride where you're walking in and it's not the most realistic thing but you're you're on the ride you see this fucking skeleton come out of the ground he's got cartoon eyeballs in his head and his jaw falls open you're like fuck it sure yeah that's awesome and the rock and roll music kicks in and it's all these punks these insufferable fucking punks i'm gonna be honest i could do without the punks uh clue Gulager and the other guys and the at the morgan shit tom matthews mm-hmm. those guys make that fucking movie i would if that movie was 45 minutes long it was just them fucking just just failing upwards into a zombie apocalypse, it would be an amazing movie. It, but the punks are there, and then they, and they don't hurt. <laughs> okay, that's my that's my number seven. I love that movie. Yeah, the the cheesy effects will kind of make it feel like a haunted attraction. Almost, for sure, yeah, because exactly. they're so cartoony and everything. Yeah, I love, I love those movies. Hell yeah. Um, for my number seven, I went. Uh, I don't know if you were to consider it horror. Mm. But it's definitely like to me it encompasses it's it's mainstream but it encompasses yeah. like a lot of the like like the surroundings I guess the setting for Halloween Absolutely. it's um uh, Tim Burton's Sleepy Hollow hell yeah oh yeah that counts yeah um the movie like it's Johnny Depp Christina Ricci Christopher Walken fuck yeah as the headless horseman and, but <laughs> just the the setting for this world it's very autumn it's very Absolutely. dry lots of brown and orange and oh, sure. it just puts you in that October fill for sure and then there's you know this headless horseman driving around killing people which is very like the way he's dressed is very over the top yeah and um you know it kind of puts you in that halloween mood and just the whole language of that film is just i don't know you have to watch it like every year it's like new england northeast (laughs) it's fucking horrible accent from johnny depp but you know (laughs) i haven't seen it that long man i remember that one scene It, it it haunted me in a way that most horror movies don't really but like the scene where he's he's got the flashback to his mom and the the Iron Maiden and the oh, door yeah. comes open and she falls out and there's blood pouring all over the place, holy shit! That just, that was great. That's such a great movie. There's, I gotta there's so many iconic scenes in that. Like you have the fog setting in and the, yeah. the guys carrying the lantern and all you hear is you hear the horse mm-hmm. like galloping and then Christopher Walken swoops in and like Hell chops yeah. his head off. Very it's Hammer Horror. Very yeah, very, very Hammer universal. Horror. I love that. <laughs> I gotta rewatch it now. You it's so good, me, dude. So, number six. We're getting to the good shit now. We are. We are. Okay. Okay. Hmm. I'm do- I I wanted to do John Carpenter. I love John Carpenter. And I'm not going to do Halloween. I know you got Halloween on your list. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that. <laughs> but John Carpenter gives... His vibes are, are very... He gets me in the mood, man. But um, So, I picked... And I've, we've talked about this one recently. I picked Prince of Darkness. All right. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're not super sold on that one. I, I know you aren't. It but, was it was fine. <laughs> but I, I just picked it out of a hat. It, I could it could have been in the mouth of madness. I love in the mouth of madness. It's kind of maybe I'll say it's a tie in terms of Halloween things. Like both of those movies get me in the mood. I know it's all horror movies I'm talking about. It's not necessarily autumnal horror movies, but it is for me. It is autumnal. You know what I mean? Um, but I love that fucking movie. I. I love these weird, portentous horror movies that are all big, insane ideas. Like, the devil is a vat of liquid in the basement of a church in Los Angeles. <laughs> and there's time travel, dreams, which is weird. And God is, or the anti-God is locked in the mirror universe. And you can only access him through mirrors and <laughs> shit. 
but it's got the this droning soundtrack that's fucking one of the greatest horror soundtracks in in movie history it sounds the whole movie or at least the first half the first two thirds maybe feel like a countdown to something coming something is coming and that there's that doom doom it feels like a clock like a clock ticking down and there it's just you're fucked and there's all these shots of these of like ants and like insects swarming and it just feels like something's coming up all the dredges of society are pouring up out of the earth and they're just converging on this church and there's insane shit in that movie a guy gets impaled with a bicycle <laughs> what the fuck is that that's insane there's satan i can't stress this enough is a green vat of liquid in the basement of a church that spits at people and it's insane it's a great fucking movie and he, his dad well, satan should always be Exactly, you should just be fucking an amorphous mass of fluid. Just a camel that floats that on the spits. ceiling. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Okay, the, I won't stick. I won't stick to Prince of Darkness. Too oh no, much, you're yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah, I know you weren't a big fan. I wasn't. It was a little slow. The, I, I will agree. The soundtrack was amazing, mm-hmm. and it had some. It had it, it had good ideas, okay. but not the best execution. I felt. Oh, fair enough. It is. I I can give you that. <laughs> I can give you that. There's a, every time I watch it, I see a lot of problems, but I they're just overshadowed by how much I fucking love. The ideas and the imagery and the t- the pace, the pace for me was really good. I really liked the pacing. Right. Because it just for me, yeah, it builds, man. It's and, and I love the. I'm I'm gonna try not to rant too much about no, you're it. Good. But it. It feels like a dream. The movie, like I don't know, it's all these weird thirty five year olds who are supposed to be in college. It's just they out there. It it feels like an Italian horror movie, and they they have this. All those movies have this oneric quality. Where it's not quite reality, it's it's like a half remembered nightmare, like a you know it doesn't quite make sense, it doesn't quite jive with the real world, you know, and that's why you, he can get away with like the weird time travel elements in the movie because it's like it's a dream, weird fucking crazy shit happens, you know, and of course there's a a bunch of fucking college students hanging out at a church trying to figure out Satan, you know. <laughs> You, you will not be saved by the god plutonium. In fact, you will not be saved. It's fucking great. Let's move on. <laughs> so, speaking of John Carpenter, so, okay, so we, me, me nor Patrick know what's on each other's list. Yeah. We don't know the order or anything, but it's hilarious that you said oh, that at the beginning yeah. about John Carpenter, because my number six is the OG Halloween Fuck from yeah, 1978. Um, you can't get through Halloween without watching this. Like, not only, yeah, yes, right. it's called Halloween, mm-hmm. but... I mean, this was, like, the one of the original slasher movies. No, it is, yeah. And, like, the original, like, we have the, you know, newer ones now mm-hmm. with, you know, J- uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and... Yeah, David Gordon Green. David Gordon Green, yeah. yeah. Like, but this is, like, it, it, it's aged. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even say it's really scary anymore, but yeah. it definitely has that vibe of, like, this little neighborhood and, yeah. you know, Hanoid, Illinois, <laughs> whatever the fucking... Haddonfield, Illinois. Haddonfield, that's yeah. it. Um... And, you know, you got the babysitter. It's, yeah. like, a lot of different tropes of, like, your the slasher yeah. films. Just the classic, right? The classic, yeah. yeah. And, you know, you got Michael Myers, who's literally wearing a William Shatner Halloween mask. Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> sick. He's wearing a Halloween costume, yeah. Yeah. Like, and it's, like, as simple as get-up. Like, yeah. coveralls and... <laughs> it's amazing. I wonder what it was like in 1978 seeing Michael Myers for the first time. Because, like... Now he's part. He's ingrained into our fucking film culture, into our right. pop culture brains as like this iconic image. But in in the day, back in the day, do you think they just saw that and they're like, oh, that's some weird mask? Right. Like, was it was it pop culture significance inherent when the when he first appeared, or like 
Is it just because we are so inundated or with the pop culture um, osmosis of mm-hmm. Michael Myers that we now we see like these faceless masks and we just think, oh, that's boring Halloween. Did, right. he, did he institute that kind of idea? You know? Absolutely. And like, did, uh, you know, like he really struck gold many times over with this movie. Like even with the soundtrack that John Carpenter composed. Yeah. Is now iconic. Oh, like, absolutely. You know that is the almost the soundtrack to Halloween. Like, yeah. just the season, not the movie. Yeah. Um, not my favorite Halloween <laughs> film, but definitely an iconic film to watch around Halloween. Absolutely. Time. Yeah. Yeah. For, I, I almost from one of, an honorable mention I want to mention is the uh, the opening credits for Halloween Four. <laughs> Those are that's up there with Murder Party for opening credits for fucking getting me in the spooky mood, dude. Those cornfields, that fucking, those homemade horror decorations, I mm. love that shit so much. And the opening for the original Halloween is literally just like a slow zoom in on a pumpkin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'm, that's one thing I'm glad David Gordon Green brought back. That shit is fucking awesome. It's effective. It's very effective. Yeah. And in, and in 2, when the when it splits open and there's a skull inside, right. hell yeah. <laughs> I could just watch a compilation of the Halloween opening credits. Right, and just, just fucking, yeah. and just That's go home. A, That's exactly. it. You don't even need the movie. You don't need Jamie Lee Curtis. No, yeah. Who cares about her right. and her charisma and her great acting and <laughs> her very large seventies hair? Oh, I love in it. this movie. <laughs> her hair. Is, I, they can't give her small hair in these fucking things. I think everybody actually in this movie has really large hair. Interesting. Even Michael Myers kind of has. Some yeah, but hair, even right? Michael Myers, his hair is a little bit crazy in this I movie. Like that. I, I can't, you know what? I can't picture his hair in the first one. I'm picturing the H20 hair. Yeah, that's what I think. It's, it's kind, of going, kind of like a yeah, it's like a like a weird shock. That, yeah. The too bad the ma- they couldn't fucking figure out the masks again, huh? Because <laughs> the mask never looks as good. Well, I don't know. I, I I'm kind of soft on four, and most of H20 doesn't bother me. The CGI. Have you have you seen that one shot in H20 that's like a CGI Michael Myers mask and mm. it looks like ass. Yeah. It looks like. Ass, but you can also tell that there's like five different masks in play. You're like he looks. He looks. Are there five Michael Myers in this movie? You know? <laughs> I have. I, okay, so there's there's only one Halloween movie. I haven't seen Halloween Ends yet. I'm waiting till tomorrow. I'm gonna watch it on Halloween oh, Day. Okay, hell yeah. Um, but I haven't seen that one. There's only one Halloween movie I genuinely just do not like, and that's Resurrection. Oh yeah, fuck that movie. Sorry, Busta Rhymes. Ah uh, man. I wish I could like it just for that, because that's insane shit. It's it's like, what is it? It's the, the War of the Worlds broadcast in live action with Busta Rhymes as Orson Welles. I, I wanted to like it. Like yeah. it had, When I heard it coming out, I was like, okay, we have Busta Rhymes, and it's like they go into the original Michael yeah. Myers house as a haunted house, and yeah. Michael Myers shows up and starts killing him. I'm like, that's awesome. That's a fun idea, yeah. And it's, it, it sucks it's, so bad. There, there, there's that bizarre fucking scene like halfway through where Busta Rhymes is dressed up as Michael Myers. And he runs into the real Michael Myers, and I was like, "Oh, Busta's fucked. He's he's about to get his his rhyme busted. You know, he's right. he's fucked. He's Busta's not gonna, make gonna it. get busted if yeah. you will." And and he's Michael and Busta is just like he's acting his fucking life his life out through that mask, trying to go fuck you. What the fuck are you doing? You know. And I was like, <laughs> and then Michael just lets him go. What the fuck? Was he scared? Was he upset? He was like. That's me. He's very confused. He's like, yeah. wait, what? That's me, but not me. And then at the end, he regrets it because he had to listen to him say, trick or treat, motherfucker. <laughs> There's nothing more humiliating than being like the scary Halloween guy. And then some fucking 
piece of shit wearing your mask kung fu's your ass through the wall and goes trick-or-treat motherfucker and then sets you on fire it's <laughs> it's got to be the worst way to end that fucking franchise this timeline dude that's so sad so we're in the top five now this is, yeah, this is you the know good shit. the good shit Hell so yeah. let's have you started off what's your number five i'm i'm going for idle hands Ah, yeah, man. Such a great movie. Now I'm getting into, like, the real Halloween vibe. Because, like I, like I said, I was kind of struggling, but, I mean, I, I stick with all my fucking picks. Um, ha- Idle Hands, the the colors are so Halloween. It's so insane. Like, Mario Bava, g- bright greens, bright reds, just all these weird, um, exaggerated colors in service of a frankly really bizarre concept of... I guess body horror, gory slasher mixed with stoner comedy with Anton Yelchin and Seth Green. What the, who came up with, and it, this is gonna, this might be a little controversial to say, but it feels like a fetish movie. A little bit. Yeah, it's like, when I was younger, I used to go on Cracked a lot, and they had this article about the weirdest fetishes, and there's something like, I don't know, like, paraphilia or something where you're like attracted to people with disabilities and one of them is like you like people who are missing limbs or you want to be missing i don't remember but and then another one was you like being in a like a like a full body cast and so like anton yelchin loses a hand in it and he's walking around just fine there's one scene bothers me every time i watch the movie (laughs) he amputates his own arm and he seth green cauterizes it with a with a with a with an iron right yeah with an iron and they they put like a like a target bag over it and it's comically like the the target is over the like the stump right anyway but he gets into um uh jack noseworthy's truck and he goes damn it's a stick shift and he reaches for it and he jams the stump into the fucking stick shift like repeatedly i was like bro stop you're gonna die you're gonna have go into shock and fucking die stop (laughs) um but yeah it's 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 got this great fucking vibe the opening scene, like with uh, with his parents, then the the shot with you know I'm under the bed, very scary, very creepy, um, a great little opening, and it you know it culminates with uh, what's that band? I'm blanking on the name of the band. The Offspring. The Offspring getting scalped at a Halloween party. It's fucking awesome. It kind of it kind of it kind of sputters out. I'll say in the third act. I think it kind of it, it it ends on a little bit of a weak note. I think they should have stuck with the original ending the original was, ending was much better because i I, just, I showed that to mike I, I i don't know if you'd seen it before i had but i'd forgotten about it it because apparently they shot this really badass scene where they're fighting the hand in, a, in an empty pool and the bottom falls out and devils are coming up and flames and fire and brimstone are shooting up at the the characters but they were like man this really doesn't fit with the tone of the rest of the movie we got to come up with something sillier and more lighthearted because Nothing seems more likely than a horror fan, stoner fan watching a movie and going, God damn, I really loved that, but the ending was just too fucking cool. I wish they'd toned that back. <laughs> anyway, but... I think our ending's too awesome. Yeah. Let's film something shittier. Yeah, and they literally, in the movie, Seth Green goes, that's it? That's it? That just poof and it's gone? Yeah, that's lame. It's lame. I don't know. I get it. It's funny. It's a funny movie. It's funny. But, I mean, the, at the same time, though, the movie is just goes ape shit, yeah. bananas. 
And then the end of the movie, like the original just, ending, would have fit better with the the, yeah. the tone of the film. Go big or go home, exactly. I can say, you know, give me something to 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 be pit, pumping my fist at. You know? Right, such a great movie though. It and is. I was especially back in the day when it first came out. I was a huge Offspring fan. Oh hell yeah! I knew like the Americana album, like yeah. front to back, like so it was awesome to see. Not only them like performing in the movie, but them just the lead singer getting his scalp ripped off by the ass. Yeah, you had your fun. Now rip, fuck you. <laughs> I love that movie. I and the cast is great. The oh, absolutely. Is, you know, Anton Yelchin. Oh, not Anton Yelchin. Fuck. What's his name? I called him. His character's name is Anton. Uh, it's Devin Sawa. Devin I think Sawa, I probably yeah. called him Anton Yelchin. A couple times, but it's okay. Oh, I fucked that up. His name. <laughs> the character's name is Anton. The actor's name is Devin Sawa. Seth Green, um, Seth back Green's in his fucking great. prime. Eldon Henson as... And Jessica Alba. Penub. Je- Jessica Alba's really underwritten. She is. That's, but that's... She, wasn't, she wasn't Jessica Alba back then. She yeah, was just, she's just she some was Jessica Alba, yeah. But I don't know. That, that, that does bother me in that movie. Is like, she doesn't know him, but immediately, like, he comes over and she goes, you're kind of kinky. We should fucking be boyfriend-girlfriend. <laughs> and you're acting like an insane drug addict with your fucking weird hand, you know? There's no world, no world in which that happens. Right. There's no world in which Anton goes over there freaking the fuck out, and he's like, "I threw my cat in your 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 shrubs. I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm literally out here Best looking for line. pussy, you know." <laughs> anyway, but that's that's Idle Hands, a great movie, a great Halloween movie, a great opening to your top five too. Thank I'm kind of excited to see the rest. Thank you. On my top five, you're going to um, see that I have a hard on for found footage movies. Uh-huh. Uh, my number five is the original Blair Witch Project. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, when this movie first came out, I was the only person in my circle of family and friends that liked it. Oh, yeah. My, uh, my we God. watched it. I loved it. I thought it was so good. Everybody was like, oh, that sucked. That was boring. I was yeah. like, what? Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. And it was really the first of its kind. There wasn't a lot of found footage for sure. stuff back then. And um, it really paved the way for a lot of great yeah. you know, horror flicks nowadays. But like this just... That aside, the setting of the movie is literally three film students. Yeah. yeah. And relatable. Relatable. And uh, going out in the woods and uh, where's like Blair. It's, oh, it's, it's, oh, God. Oh, I could have come up with it if it wasn't. Fuck, what was it? Oh, shit. <laughs> that, yeah, it's you, not, you, not you important. Ahead. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but um, they go out in the woods and they're. Burkittsville. Burkittsville, Maryland. Maryland. And so they go out in the woods and they're they're interviewing locals about this completely made up legend of the Blair Witch, mm-hmm. which for the time the filmmaker made up this entire lore, lore yeah. of yeah. this made up entity mm-hmm. of the Blair Witch, and it's really impressive. It was it was so well done, and there was even like a documentary yeah, aside from the, the movie, Witch, the yeah. Curse of the Blair Witch, where the lore and everything is just explained. So well that people thought it was real. Yeah, yeah. People was like, "This is real. This is a real thing." And I'm like, "You can literally see the actors that die in the movie on talk shows promoting the movie. It's not real." See, but you know when that when people think it's real, like you know yeah. it's well done. Oh, exactly. It's there. See, I I was never one of the people who thought that it was a valueless movie. That thought it was like boring and bad. But every time I would watch it. Until my last rewatch, I thought it was fine. You know, it's I, I get it. It's culturally important. You know, whatever. You know, it's I think its cultural importance is outweighed. You know, its narrative value. But on this last rewatch, I appreciated the fuck out of the movie as a great movie. It's got some. First of all, it's got some incredible editing, especially considering the way they shot it. You know, uh, the the way that they keep it concise and really interesting and fucking 
and, and entertaining uh, is is amazing. Um, the cast is great, and like it's it's a great Halloween movie because it's set during autumn. It's it is set during Halloween, in fact, because you see Halloween. Yeah, you see Halloween decorations when they're interviewing the local. It's never really mentioned. But even yeah, when they're like in there. the grocery store, like preparing for the hiking trip, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're seeing like like ghosts and pumpkins mm-hmm. and, and whatnot. So it obviously takes place around Halloween and mm-hmm. the, the setting of like this massive forest they're in in the middle of autumn yeah. oh, sets yeah. like that time frame. Like it's October, and, definitely. And, and that's definitely one of the things that like gets me into the autumn spirit in a weird way is um, the way that. I mean, when it's autumn, when it feels like autumn, we live in Mississippi, so we don't get a lot of that. We get two weeks of winter. Yeah, exactly. But, like, autumn to me feels like like kind of a headache, like in a good way. Like, your your, your nose is running, you're, you're too cold, you're kind of shivering. And these fucking people trapped out in the woods with snot running down their faces. They got beanies on, they got four layers of jackets. <laughs> They're crunching through leaves. That's that's autumn, man. That's Halloween. That's the way I want to fucking feel, man. And it, it's funny that you were talking about the lore because when I was watching it, it felt like like the like the it wasn't the horror wasn't so much the Blair Witch the threat of the Blair Witch, so much as it was the power of Blair Witch lore. Because the the impression that I got was while I was watching it that like they weren't being hounded by anything supernatural. They right. were being like. They have that one scene toward the beginning where they go and interview that one crazy lady in her trailer, and she's got all this, like, like her gate. Like, they don't know how to open the gate because mm-hmm. it's got, it's, like, it's basically made out of twigs and right. shit. And I was like, oh, that's, they're clearly setting that up as, like, that's who's fucking with them in the woods. There's somebody, like, it's, she's, like, a cultist or whatever, and people have just gotten obsessed with the Blair Witch lore like our characters have, and it, they just go crazy, and they get lost in it, and they're, you know, it's just about manic just weird man just manicism uh fanaticism over what could be fictional you know like right. what is that what is that and the way that your imagination can kind of run away with you and that's it's a testament like you said to the power of the movie that people's imaginations ran away with them in Absolutely. real life you know and like the first probably the first maybe even half the second act is literally just three film students getting lost in the woods because they're out in the woods they're filming this documentary and they start to head back, and they have no, you know, they can't head, they can't find their way. They're walking in circles, and it's not until then that slowly and it kind of builds that paranormal stuff starts happening to yeah. them. Yeah, like you know, they uh, I can't remember what the first thing is. Like Josh goes, but he has like they hear something in the night, like kids yeah. laughing and stuff. They yeah. run out. The next morning, there's like slimy shit all over Josh's. <laughs> I forgot about Josh's the slimy bag. Shit. <laughs> Was it only on my shit? You, and you, it never focuses on him. You just hear him in the background go, "Why is it just on my shit?" <laughs> <laughs> I love those fucking characters too. They're so good. That really are. I just love the <laughs> poor Josh. That's so fucking. He was funny. marked. He was marked by the Blair Witch. No wonder. Wait, is he the first one who gets gotten, or is it? Is it Mike? Josh goes missing. He's Josh the first goes one missing. Goes yeah. getting. And then That's... Mike and Heather, they're by themselves for a couple nights, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. And then they, they find the house. Which, mm-hmm. to this day, I think this movie came out in like circa 99. Yeah. To this day, the like scene where they're running up in the house is just unsettling. Mm-hmm. It's so creepy when yeah. they go into this oh, random house sure. in the woods. Yeah, that ending. I love the ending. The ending's so great. good, yeah. yeah. Like, I had to explain it to like my parents and stuff. I was like, no... She's facing the corner because that's what what's his fuck did. 
<laughs> when he was killing the kids, he would make one face the corner while he killed the other. So the impression is supposed to be that the Blair Witch is, you know, Russell Parr. I think Russell Parr. R- Rustin Parr. Rustin Parr. Yeah, because I remember from the video games, the testimony of Rustin. Right. Parr, I forgot about the video games. I had a trilogy yeah. of video games, and they were they were awesome. I have a box set of both. Actually, it's funny that you would say that Blair Witch is your is your number. It was it five or four? five. Number we're five. going to number four now. Because I have a feeling I know what yours is. My number four is Book of Shadows, Blair Witch 2, which you guys can't tell this, but this is, it's Halloween Eve. We're having a little party later. I'm in my Halloween costume, which is Jeff Anderson, Jeff Jeffrey Donovan's character from Book of Shadows. My Blair gear! My gear! What the <laughs> fuck happened to my cameras? <laughs> and I got, I got my little soul patch. I got my fucking, my black thermal shirt, my gray t-shirt, my car, my vaguely green cargo pants my white thermal underwear bro i went all out i got i tried to spike my hair my shit's too long i got a beanie though so it's gonna be fine he wears a beanie in one scene so you know whatever the fuck but that movie i don't know why that one encapsulates autumn in such a fucking fantastic way for me like i think it's because i saw it really young and like there's just something about that shot in the beginning where they're i mean while marilyn manson's playing you know it's going that disposable teens you know uh and it's coming it's picking up on their van but like you're going over this incredible autumn landscape of like greens and oranges and reds and yellows and it's just fucking yeah man and jeff's house that they go back to is one of the most insane fucking settings for a horror movie like for if somebody went hey let's go back to my house to look at this footage and he we pulled up at an abandoned like what is it like artillery warehouse or factory or some shit and he was like yeah this is just kind of where i live and he's got these ratty ass sofas and you have to cross like a like a fucking bridge to get to it because he's got a moat around it and shit it's insane it's it it's got these great beautiful windows there's the the owl outside and stuff and it's just it feels like halloween to me and that's all i want but any thoughts on blair witch 2 Blurish 2 is awesome. That's a movie that... Great cast. Yeah, great cast. I fell in love with the... um, Kim Director. Yeah. Yeah. Hot. But, um... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, a lot of people didn't like it. I know. I love the move that the Blair Witch is a movie yeah. in this universe. It's a very cool metafiction. But it's real instead of it just being... Yeah, or something's going yeah, on. Yeah, something's going on, yeah. yeah I, I, I watched a fan edit where they kind of cut out a lot of the weird supernatural elements and they like... they It leaves it more ambiguous whether like the witch is really real or if it's... Because they talk a lot about uh, like mass hallucinations and shit and uh, like hysteria, group hysteria... And, like, the effect that media can have on, like, impressionable young minds and the mentally ill. And Jeff is pretty mentally ill. That's why I relate to him so much. <laughs> and because I've got a soul patch, but only for the costume. <laughs> um, but, and because I look just like Jeffrey Donovan, is what I'm saying. No, I don't. I wish I did. That guy's so <laughs> fucking hot. He's so great in that movie. But, yeah, like I said, the cast, I genuinely think the cast elevates that material so fucking well because... I wouldn't have been in, as into the movie as I am every time if I didn't really love these characters. And like when they get together and they start partying at the beginning, they don't know each other, but you do get the sense that they like they like each other and they start be making friends and they're fucking they're just they just seem like cool fucking people. And you have Kim, the uh, the goth girl, who you meet her and you're like, oh fuck, she's gonna be you know this insane goofy right. uh, goth 
emo character, this caricature, but she throughout the whole movie is like the voice of reason of like, guys, let's chill the fuck out. This is insane. I'm going to go for, I'm going to the store, you know? And I just, I love that. I love that dynamic. I love that. I don't know. I just love Jeff. Jeff is such a goofy fucking weirdo to pick as like your lead character in a movie because he's such an idiot. He's just a fucking moron. He has like this weird Valley Boy accent. He's like, yeah, my gear and my cameras. We can go watch the footage, you know? And I just love him. I love all the characters. Erica Learson is clearly, her character is clearly in love with Jeff for like the first third of the movie. And like, that's just, it's a great fucking set of performances, man. Even if, and I think the material is great. I think it's a genuinely a very good movie. I don't even think it's a a, a guilty pleasure. So, okay, so number four, uh, I, I find it hilarious that my number five was Blair Witch and your number four was Blair Witch 2. Like, yeah, once right. again, we have we do not know each other's lists. Yeah, right. Uh, for my number four, once again, found footage, um, The Houses October Built from 2014. Oh, okay. uh, I'm a huge, big fan of haunted houses. I love when Halloween comes around and about a you know, few weeks to a month prior, you get all these haunted houses. Yeah. And The Houses October Built is the perfect... In my opinion, the perfect horror movie about haunted houses, because mm. you have this group of like documentarians. They're like, we're gonna go around and show you all the, you know, the most craziest haunted houses. Yeah. So they look up like, what's the craziest one? Like, mm-hmm. starts out normal haunted houses, people jumping out. Ah. Yeah. Then it goes from that to, to haunted houses. They actually allow you to touch. So people yeah. are like grabbing and slapping and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it just gets further and further and further. And they. They keep they're traveling around in like a like a RV if I'm not mistaken, yeah. And they start hearing like this like underground like urban legend almost about this mm-hmm. just over the top yeah invite only yeah haunted house, mm-hmm. and so both the, they start like asking questions and trying to find out and it ends up like this haunted house they actually like just fucking kill you. Yeah. And, like, torture you. And it's just such a crazy movie. It's so unsettling. It almost makes you scared to go to haunted houses. But um, just such a great movie to get you ready for Halloween. I haven't seen that one in a long time. I I saw it once when it, about, around the time it came out. I remember, aren't they being, like, they're being, like, chased by the the haunted house people, too, right? But they think it's part of it. They're like, okay, this is, like, part of it. Because you have to be, they found out they have to be, like, invited. You can't just, you know, pay a fee and go. They have to, you. They have to find out you want to go, and they have to like sort you out, mm-hmm. seek you out. Absolutely. So, um, they're kind of like, they they kind of scare them, but I think there's one character just like, oh, it's, it's fine, it's part of it. Let's just go, let's do it, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of the characters are like, I don't know, this this seems weird because they like come in their RV and like drag them out. Yeah. Um, it's a crazy movie, but yeah. I, I, I love it, it so much. I I haven't I only saw it the once. I got, I, it was during a weird period where I had like motion sickness really bad so like watching that i had like a headache so i couldn't enjoy it as much i want to rewatch it i'm i'll be fine now you know right. I've, I've, I've i've fixed that issue <laughs> I've, I've i've worked it out of myself absolutely you know? but so top three now number three we're, we're getting we're up there to the good shit the good stuff um my number three is creep show nice very nice very halloween very ec comics all crazy colors and big emotions and big swings and just oh man i don't know man it's so i saw it when i was a kid so that's probably why i associate it so heavily with halloween like it's such a fucking it's a staple for me i can't think about halloween without thinking about creep show i remember when i was a little kid um like we would we we would be heading home one day and 
like late at night coming home and I'd have to open our gate to get into the our, our yard and I'd be so scared that little fucker from the from the, <laughs> the crate was gonna be jumping up at the gate trying to kill me and shit. That that when I was a kid that movie disturbed the shit out of me. That that crate sequence in particular, I don't know why. But like when he's like the the janitor gets like dragged up into the crate, disturbing as fuck. Even when the the guy shoots his his wife in the the fantasy scene, it's it's every every short is iconic except for maybe the last one with the the cockroaches. That one's kind yeah. of boring. Nobody, I don't think about that one very often. Right. But the 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 tragedy of Jordy Verrill with Stephen King giving one of, and you can quote me on this, one of the greatest the greatest cinematic performances of our generation, of our time, of all time, as Jordy Verrill. It's incredible. He's he doesn't go over the top. He's incredible. He's a he's a master of his craft. He should have gone into acting instead of writing. Um, <laughs> but that that's awesome. What is it? What uh, the the one with the tide? I can't quite remember the title of it. I know it's a funny title. Um, it's the, been a long time since I've seen Creep Show. Anyway, but with with Leslie Nielsen, that one's fucking awesome. That one's just horrifying in its own way. Father's Day is terrifying. Oh, Father's Day was fun. When yeah. I was a kid, I couldn't even look when 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 the father comes out of the <laughs> the doorway with her head in the uh-huh. on the tray and the, the the things coming out. Where's my cake? Incredible. He said, "Terrify me as a kid." Yeah, Tom Atkins without a mustache is also scary in that movie. <laughs> fucking get that shit away from me dude i don't want to look at that <laughs> grow it back motherfucker shit anyway but that's my number three uh for my number three um i did say earlier that the original halloween was not my favorite so for my number three oh. my favorite of all the halloween films not the most popular opinion but halloween three season okay. of the witch i can dig that um such an like more more of a halloween film than any of the other halloween films mm. and this has nothing to do with michael myers that goes completely away from that. I think in one scene they're watching Halloween. Yeah, that's they the, are. That's the only appearance Michael Myers has is on the TV. Um, it. But it's a, it's about this uh, company named Silver Shamrock. Eight more days till Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> and that song will get stuck in your head in the first 30 minutes of the movie. For the rest of your life. Um, so they make these three. They make a witch, a skeleton, and a pumpkin mask. Yeah. And they play these commercials. They're like, put on your mask, kids. Yeah, it's iconic. And then when you put on the mask and you hear the commercial on Halloween night, your face melts away and turns into bugs and snakes. And, because <laughs> why not? sick, yeah. And like, you know, you know, let's just go for it. Yeah. Um, it's such a great, kooky, yeah. out-of-this-world, apeshit movie. And yeah. I love it. I love every second of it. Uh, yeah, one of our friends was talking about how it... Like, it doesn't really make a lot of sense sometimes. I'm like, I, I don't know. I want to rewatch it to see if it really doesn't. But I'm like, yeah, that that may be tracks. Like, why are there robots? That's kind of weird. <laughs> but who gives a fuck? That ending is amazing. You know? Yeah. Like, that, the, stop it. Stop it. Tom Atkins with a mustache. <laughs> Doing the right thing. Growing a mustache. The next episode of Off the Rail is just going to be about Tom Atkins' mustache. It should be. I, I could talk about fucking Maniac Cop's mustache where he kind of trimmed it for Night of the Creeps. It's incredible. He played Detective Ray Cameron in that movie. Anyway, we'll get back. We'll get back to Night of the Creeps. Um, <laughs> but I, I love, I love Season of the Witch. It's got such eclectic weirdo shit. It's written by Nigel Neal, I think. I don't know if he maybe co-wrote it or something. I can't, I can't quite mm-hmm. recall. But he's one of my favorite uh, British horror anthology authors and stuff. 
Um, he did a, 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 a really great Halloween series called uh, Beasts in the 70s. Well, it's, it's great for Halloween for me because I love weird fucking anthology horror shows because there, there's one episode that's a, just about a guy who he wants to open a nightclub in this place where it used to be an aquarium for, dol- for this dolphin experiments and the dolphin died and now it's haunted by the dolphin's soul. It's very weird. It's a very fucking... <laughs> anyway, but that's that's my rant about Nigel Neal. Um, we're getting off topic. Let's, please, <laughs> let's reel this back in. All right, so top two. Top two. Me, me the first. bestest of the bestest. Yeah, you first. Top okay. two. Number two. The, this one, we watched this one together recently. Okay. We're going for Pumpkinhead. Oh. I fucking love Pumpkinhead. He's such... One time I heard somebody refer to him, and like it's some documentary I was watching about like this the best underrated horror movies. Somebody was like, Pumpkinhead's just a real motherfucker. And nothing in my life has ever made a movie better than hearing that Pumpkinhead is just a real motherfucker. Because you watch that, and he is a real motherfucker in that movie. He's just a prick. He is such an asshole. He loves hurting people. He just loves scrubbing the faces of his dead victims into the windows of their, you know, the homes of their dead lovers. And... (laughs) dropping him through the glass going like yeah you can have that i don't need that anymore <laughs> and shit it's just it, he's a, such a prick and his little smirk and it, it feels like halloween it's got this this great autumn vibe lance hendrickson with his buck teeth and it is great um it's 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 got it, it's weird like every setting feels like a different kind of backwoods because lance hendrickson's little corner store feels like west texas arid ass west texas you feel like you're in the desert then you go to that little backwoods Appalachian town, which feels like Appalachia. You oh, know, yeah. It feels like the fucking foothills of Alabama or some shit, you know, Tennessee. And then, you, and then you go to Haggis's cabin, and she's in, she's just in the swamps Straight of Louisiana. Louisiana. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, where is this fucking movie set? It's set in, like, this dreamland of, like... Where all southern places yeah. just merge. Yeah. Nobody, nobody talks like that. It's just... I forget what it what the what the words that he like the weird phraseology that he has, but like Lance Hendrickson has like this country accent, and nobody quite talks like that in the sound. They killed my boy. They killed my boy. I heard you can do things. I don't. I can't remember. <laughs> I, I I love the way that Haggis says Ed Holly. Ed Holly. Ed Holly. Nothing I can do for him. Anyway. So Patrick had mentioned Pumpkinhead to me, and I was like, yeah, I, that's one of those movies I just never got around to watching. Like, I could see the cover in my head from, like, my childhood, mm-hmm. but I just never watched it. And so Patrick brought it over. I was thoroughly impressed with mm-hmm. just how fucking cool that movie was. He's so fucking cool. Pumpkinhead's the best. I love that <laughs> fucking guy. He's the... It's too bad they never got him right again. It's because he's so fucking cool. He's so slimy and gross. I'm going to go against your, your warning and watch the sequels just because I love the first one so much. All right, man. You'll be disappointed. <laughs> you could Just skip to fucking Blood Feud. Blood Feud at least is okay. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe Blood Wings would hold up, but I, I, don't, I don't think it would. It just feels like a feels like a fucking Fred Olin Ray movie when I think right. about it. It feels like a like a Jim Wynorski director, directorial fucking effort. You know, it doesn't feel very good. All right, so for my number two, I'm going to go completely in a different direction okay. here. Uh, it's probably on a bunch of people's list, oh. but it's on mine too. My number two is Hocus Pocus. Okay. <laughs> from, uh, what, 93. Hell yeah, dude. Um, I was a child. I was actually, I learned um, when Hocus Pocus 2 came out, 
uh, last month, I think, which was not a good movie. Do not watch it. I'm not going to. But I learned then that when Hocus Pocus 1 came out, I was the same age as Thor Birch. Oh. So, kind of cool. So, um, when that movie came out as a kid, I loved it. I was a big horror fan, big Halloween nerd. Loved Hocus Pocus. It was like, this movie was made for me. Yeah. Um, It was hilarious. Uh... There was singing. There was a zombie. Yeah, like yeah. it's just such. A, there was a talking cat. Fuck yeah! It's not was. hard to for me to like it. Yeah. Like you know, um, just a fun movie. So mm-hmm. Very Halloween esque. Like the opening of the movie. It's back in like the, you know, olden times. Yeah. Kind of like the yeah. you know like Sleepy Hollow was. Absolutely. And um, there's all those colors like we've been talking about of like autumn and yeah. then there's like witches brewing something. They kill a kid, which like. Get my attention right off the bat. Kill a kid. Yeah, yeah, right. In a kid's movie. In a kid's movie. Like, that's, that's crazy. hardcore. Yeah. And, um, you know, we flash forward to nowadays, and you have these three witches who are like the villains. Mm-hmm. They're literally trying to murder your children. Good. But you can't help but love them. They're like, they're just, they're great. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, love Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Still watch it. I'm a, I'm a grown ass man. I watch it every Hell year. Yeah. <laughs> I love, I love seeing Doug Jones as that, that spooky little guy with his mouth. Yeah, stapled shut or whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah, I haven't really? seen that movie in a while. Yeah. I've, I've only seen it the once. I saw it once in high school. But I gotta, I'll have to rewatch It'll it. It'll cast a spell on you. Oh, will it? <laughs> but it's very witchy. I can Very know. witchy. Yeah. So number one. Number one. At okay. the end of our list, finally. All right. You might be, you might be disappointed in my number one because it's, uh, I don't know. It's one, I love it. I love it. It's, 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 maybe it's not the most autumnal or Halloween-y, but it's one of my favorite movies of all time, and every time, every time I'm th- thinking about Halloween, I'm thinking about Exorcist Three. I love Exorcist Three more than I love my life on Earth. <laughs> it is so fucking good. It is so fucking scary. Every time I watch it, it gets scarier, and it's cool, and it's funny, and it's the best, one of the best movies ever made. Even if the the final ten minutes is incongruent with the rest, it's pretty sick. You know, it's 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 a dialogue-driven horror, so it lets my mind kind of uh, create some of the, the 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 scares, like when when uh, Kinderman is describing uh, to Dyer what happened to the little boy at the beginnings, like they they drove ingots into each of his eyes and they cover they they painted they they replaced his head with a statue of like the head of a statue of Christ, but they painted it in blackface, horrifying imagery. But then you see it in the, at the end. Like coming up out of the the pit in the in the in patient's patient X, I believe is what he's called, patient mm-hmm. X's room, um, and it looks stupid, which frustrates me every time. But even though the ending's not the best, it does give us that great monologue from from George C. Scott about how he believes in slime and putridity or whatever the fuck he's saying. It's great. I, I want to memorize that. I have his carp monologue at the beginning of the movie memorized. Where he's talking to Dyer about, you know, I can't go home until the carp is asleep. Because I know if I see it there swimming, I'll kill it. And then there's the, the really great <laughs> smash cut. A lot of great editing in that movie. A lot of great smash cuts. A lot of great, like, weird floating dialogue that adds to the sense of horror. And the, I don't know, I rewatched this scene, like, last night. There's a bit where it's like a dream sequence through, like, heaven. And it shouldn't be as... It's it's kind of a silly rendition of heaven. It's like a train station, and like it's it is kind of eerie. But there's like cartoon angels with big giant wings, and they're like patting the hands of like somebody who's been murdered and stuff. And you know somebody's complaining about like missing the ride, like a like a train to heaven or some shit. And 
you know, Kinderman's wandering through and the dead little boy from the opening scene comes up and goes, hey, <clears throat> hey, hey, detective. And he's like, oh, hey, little, I forget his name. Fuck, that makes me mad. But um, he sees him and he's like, I'm sorry you were murdered. And it's this kind of silly sequence. And then it culminates with Kinderman happening upon Dyer playing cards with some angel. And he goes, he turns to Dyer and he goes, I wonder if we're both dreaming this. And Dyer goes, no, Bill, I'm not dreaming. Holy shit! What a what a reveal! <laughs> it's insane! It's so great! It's such a it like it's such a gut wrencher of a moment. I don't know, man. And the color like, it's it's got this great. I don't know, man. The 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 sound effects with the at the beginning, you know, you start out on the stairs and there's the smoke coming down the stairs. Perfect introduction for Halloween. It's amazing. And then, you know, you got the 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 Exorcist theme kicks in for like half a second. But then it like cuts out. It's like fuck you guys. No, we're we're going in for some weird shit this time, dude. And all we get for the rest of the movie is that weird like the just the noises of like it sounds like you're listening to hell through the mantle of the earth. You're just hearing. It's fucking great. Perfect Halloween movie. It's my number one Halloween movie. It's a good movie. I, I love it. And I wasn't a big fan of Hall- uh, Exorcist one one okay i was, was about kinda, to fucking oh no 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 it was kind of over to yeah exorcist yeah. three was i haven't seen it in a while it's a masterpiece but it's a masterpiece really good movie except Loved for it. the last 10 minutes but oh yeah but every perfect movie has a shitty ending <clears throat> who knows you know? absolutely so for my number one i'm excited i know what it is i'm about to say you should already know it. you know me you know I, what it is i do know what it is number one uh by far the best and i love anthology films mm-hmm. the best anthology film the best halloween film mm-hmm. One of my favorite horror films. It's all over the walls in my house. Trick or Treat. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Dude. <laughs> that would have been my number one if I knew if I didn't know for a fact it was going to be yours. <laughs> so Trick or Treat is a film. Um, it's an anthology film yeah. of, that ties in this uh, character named Sam. Mm-hmm. Sam is kind of like, you know, Halloween's like every ho- holiday has a mascot. Mm-hmm. You know, Easter has the Easter Bunny. Mm-hmm. Christmas has Santa. You know, fucking Valentine's Day has Cupid. Halloween never really had none except maybe a Jack Lantern. Mm-hmm. So, I think Michael Daltrey is his name, a filmmaker. Michael Doherty. Doherty. I knew I was gonna mess that up. Yeah, it's close. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he made a mascot for Halloween. Mm-hmm. It's Sam. Yeah. Sam is like is a little guy awesome. that wears this little orange onesie. Yeah, yeah. It has this like burlap sack with a little like a almost like a Jack Lantern face mm-hmm. um, stitched into it. Yeah, yeah. And he never says anything, but he has like little rules that if you abide by his rules, you're yeah. good in, 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 in Sam's mm-hmm. opinion. Yeah, you're going to make it. Yeah, you're going to make it. But if you break any of these rules, he will mm-hmm. murder you fucking kill and you. turn you into a Halloween decoration. Yeah, and it's awesome. <laughs> so like, you know, you can't blow out jack-o'-lanterns before Halloween ends. You nope. can't uh, take down decorations. Yeah. Uh, ch- always check your candy. Yeah, oh yeah. Big rule. Yeah. Um, but like you have several different stories in this movie. And, you know, there's a lot of anthology films. There's a lot of horror anthology films. But none of them, just to me at least, none of them work as well as this one. This one ties everything in. Not just Sam, but, like, you know, Sam is the tie-in. It's it's in this one neighborhood. It's on the same Halloween night. And then there's Sam in all of them. But it even ties in, like, the more you watch it, you notice more. Like, um, after, like, the fifth or sixth time I watched the movie, I noticed, like, the beginning of the movie, you see this... 
uh, the this like group of zombies yeah. from the end of the movie. Yeah, you yeah, see yeah. them like walking down the street in the beginning of the movie. That's fucking sick. I want to. I, I got to read that <laughs> just to see that. That's awesome. And it just it, it the little bitty details yeah, like the that. Thought. Yeah, just the thought that went into this. And it went straight to DVD too. Exactly. It never had until this year. It never had a theatrical yeah. release. Yeah, I got to, we got to see it in theaters. That was we did. Cool. Like I'm I I wouldn't say I'm against it, but. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of a, you know, I'm one of the people that, oh, we're re-releasing, you know, this movie in theaters, like, this yeah. weekend only. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I own it on Blu-ray. I yeah, don't yeah. care. Yeah. I can watch it at my house for free. I have a huge TV. Fair. Uh, they announced there was Trick or Treat was getting a theatrical release finally for the first time, and I was like, I'm going. I'm there. Yeah, like, I have yeah, to dude. go. You got it. It's <laughs> fucking awesome. It was such a great experience seeing that in theaters. Um, it's just such such a good Halloween movie, like the yeah. perfect Halloween movie. That's like coming up with this list. It was it was really tough because I the movie, like I said, like as it's been made clear through my list, like the things that make me feel like Halloween, it's mostly horror movies. Like you said, yeah. it doesn't have to be horror movies. It could be like Knives Out feels like right, um, but not not necessarily Halloween. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but there's no there are no other movies in this on God's green earth that feels like Halloween in the way that Trick or Treat feels like Halloween and encapsulates Halloween. It is the fucking lifeblood of what I feel like Halloween should be. It's got the dead leaves. It's got all the, all the, all the, the orange, the, like that amber lighting, that, that glow that, you know, that it feel, it feels like a day gone, like a time passed in a weird, I don't know, man. It's, it's, a, it's, it's like weirdly nostalgic. I don't know. It's it's it takes place at Halloween and I know what you're talking about like it almost you can go through any town and you're gonna see this kind of stuff but in that that movie it almost like the town that takes place and it's almost like its own little universe yeah it's 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 like Halloween Town but right <laughs> you know it's it's what I would rather those movies be those Halloween Town <laughs> movies be you know it's this insane <clears throat> heightened reality of just everybody fucking loves Halloween and they're going batshit crazy. They have a parade. They have a Halloween parade. And I love that. I want to go to a Halloween parade. Why have in my entire life I've never even heard or been to a Halloween parade? And people are so fucked up that they're like passed out on the streets and shit. That would be me. Yeah, that would be me, dude. I would be fucking... I'd be dead on the street. I'd be getting murdered by a... What's his face? The guy from... What's what's that guy's name? I can't remember. The, 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 The principal guy. I'd be getting my, my blood sucked. If you hadn't asked, I would know it. Ed, I feel like it's Ed something, right? It's got to be Ed. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying. But the one story, like I said, there's, it's an anthology film, so there's several different like short stories. The one that always gets me, it just, I don't know, it just hits me in a weird way, is um, there's a story of like a school bus driver yeah. who drives like the, um, the short bus, ultimately, yeah, yeah, yeah. to those kids. And um, there's their parents, and it's it's so messed up, but, like, the parents of these kids are, like, tired of taking care of them. They're tired of the extra work. They're tired of these kids always, you know, demanding more of their attention. Yeah. So they pay off this bus driver, like, let them retire early yeah. if he just, you know, kills their kids. Like, yeah. drives the bus off, off the you know, quarry, the yeah. quarry. Yeah. The quarry so it's Halloween. These kids are all dressed. You never see their faces. They're all in different... Great. Just crazy, just awesome, simple, but awesome yeah, Halloween masks. Memorable. So memorable. It's like iconic in that movie. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he, he has them all chained to the chair so yeah. they can't move. And he's like giving them candy. And he's about to just like put a brick on the gas pedal and let them let go into the quarry. Yeah. But there's this one kid and it, it's so, it hits, man. 
is when they're they turn this kid knows that they're turning the opposite way of his yeah, home and he's yeah. just like home i want to go home where yeah. that home and yeah. he, that's all he says he just go i want to go home yeah, home you know, home so he gets out of the chains and he just runs up and he don't know how to drive so he just floors it he's like i'm going home yeah. i'm driving this bus he just hits the gas pedal and it flies off the quarry yeah. and Ooh, it's it's so good it's and the way that you don't even hear it splash, but you you pan, the camera pans over and you see it's already you see it sinking. Yeah, that whole everything to do with the bus driver and the bus. Perfect, perfect shit, man. That the the when they go back down to the quarry with the the the, the kids with the the pumpkins and stuff, that's amazing. That's an amazing sequence. That that whole flashback is probably my favorite part of the movie. That's incredible. Just the filmmaking is incredible. That's. The, the the autumn vibe is nowhere more pure than it is in that sequence. There was um I went to the one time I, I was able to go to Universal's Halloween Horror Nights, mm. they had a trick or treat themed mm. haunted house. Oh yeah, they did. And I heard that they go all out and kind of like have movie quality like sets and whatnot in their haunted house. And I was like, okay, we'll see. So we go in the trick or treat one, uh -huh. and I turn a corner, I go in this room, and I wasn't expecting it. You see, and it looks like it is right out of the movie. Like, it looks no lesser. Uh -huh. You see the top of the school bus with a marsh around oh. it. And it's, like, bubbling and stuff. And it oh. looks, looks like it's sinking. And I could have, I was like, this oh, I'm is. I'm going to come. This, <laughs> I was like, this is, like, my happy place right now. Like, yeah, I could just live so here. Sick. And, uh, yeah, it was great. Such they should movie. keep that shit around year long, man. <laughs> I go to that fucking shit. They should do a Hellfest, but do it year round, man. Yeah, right. And have that kind of, have, like, movie themed haunted houses do, do like a trick-or-treat style town man my 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 hometown in columbia they for like five months they do this fucking this christmas event where they just transform the whole downtown into like this christmas wonderland do that with halloween do it with halloween but do it year round i'd go i'd definitely go yeah. that's an attraction that's exactly. something to bring in money for your fucking town and anyway but yeah yeah, yeah. i'm not gonna rant about columbia i'm not gonna mention where i live i guess <laughs> Anyway, but <laughs> moving on. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> so but yeah, so that uh, top list. ten Halloween list. Great movies. Now I want to watch some more. You got me some. I know. I want to have to check out some from your list. Hell now. yeah, dude. All right. So I uh, hope you have a happy Halloween. Like today's Halloween Eve. We're gonna get ready for this party. Okay, we're gonna get fucked up. I'm gonna be Jeff from Blair Witch. We're gonna we're gonna pull some Blair Witch too. Shit. We're not gonna remember what happened. We're gonna have to watch the footage back. We're gonna have to watch the footage. Definitely yeah, have yeah. to listen to this and we're be like, what did happen at that party? Yeah. I'm gonna wake up in the morning and I'm gonna go, what the fuck happened to my cameras? Where's man? my gear? My gear. <laughs> so until next time, folks. Happy Halloween and yeah. yeah. See you next time.